Pins. And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 68 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I am Andrew. Boy, Max. Yeah, I'm Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert. And joining us today, he is wearing a very florally printed shirt. <laughs> is he, a fruit floral? Uh, it's lemons. It's lemons. There are flowers mixed in there. Wow. Hey, this is a great visual yeah. uh, uh, for oh, the yeah, podcast. Um, you know him from his own podcasts. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, I'm blanking right now. You do, but Andrew doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Just trying to think of like the issue at hand of what we're talking about here. <laughs> I wanted to say spoiled again. It's not your podcast. That's not my podcast. Yeah. It, the it, issue at hand. Well, we'll the edit that. The issue at hand. And he was a guest on the Throwback to School podcast. Hey. His, his name is Kalen Knowles. Wow. wow. Welcome. Yeah. You missed the part where we edited. Uh, Andrew didn't remember your name either. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. Thanks uh, for being on, Kevin. Uh, short-time listener, uh, long-time <laughs> fan. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how those two things coincide with each other, but it works. Um, Kalen, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I got a cold. Oh. I had M&Ms for dinner, uh-huh. and I'm going on two hours of sleep. Wow. So you're getting Ooh, pretty much yeah, For the listeners, <laughs> Kalen is 15 years old. <laughs> um, I rode my bike here. Well, for one thing, I did totally forget the name of your podcast, so <laughs> you're already doing better than me, and I am the... And Andrew, uh, what's this podcast called? This podcast is called uh, Bruce Gentlemen. Campbell versus the Army of Darkness <laughs> no, Cable no, Team no, Sports. No, you're just looking at stuff. Uh, um, <laughs> Laptop Max. Laptop, uh, yeah. It's a Kaiser Sese situation. Yeah. Uh, the LaCroix Boys, I think, is the name of this podcast. That's not bad. Um, I... I vote we change it. To that's, the LaCroix boys? That's I, yeah. I think on episode 68, that's a good move. Yeah. Rebrand. It, and no one will know how to pronounce it. Yeah. The LaCroix brawl. The LaCroix <laughs> brawl. Uh, Max, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I also might have a bit of a cold. Oh, but shit. Jesus. What the fuck are we in the room with these <laughs> <Yeah>. two guys? <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, let's get out of yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. We leave and it just... Kalen and Max coughing into the mic for an hour. But it's like, but it like it really takes off. It's like an ASMR <laughs> yeah. podcast. And yeah, like, it gets better numbers. This is than good. Ever, yeah. yeah. Have you guys They're heard this podcast? Breaking new ground. I think one of them has a really bad cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Hey, I saw a great movie, so I'm, I'm in <laughs> wow, <a good> wowie. <laughs> and what movie I'm talking about? We'll see. We'll find out. Yes. Right now. Kalen, as somebody who is friends with Ben, how does it feel to hear Ben singing? A true joy. Oh, I'm 100%. You a, knew Ben. A big fan of Ben. Yeah. Big hey. Big Ben fan. Big Ben fan. <laughs> I love The Big Ben Boys. That's another name for the podcast, man. <laughs> yeah. I've always meant to ask that little intro uh-huh. that you play, not, uh-huh. not that. The podcast bit, intro. The podcast intro. Yes. Did you put that together yourself robbie baby oh, robbie very good i strung together a couple clips from disparate movies that we had reviewed i see at up to that point and yeah. uh things that meant a lot from me. from doughboy's fame the drop king himself oh, robert persinger Pasha. Pasha. <laughs> yeah i pronounce my name differently now because they pronounce it differently yeah <laughs> persinger yeah whatever they want hey whatever they want yeah whatever the doughboys are saying this week is however you pronounce your name sure um Robert, since you, and maybe we're not even going to talk about because maybe it's a movie we're talking about at the end of the show, but what movies have you seen and loved? Uh, I've I've seen one major film other than the, the topic of the day, and that was a movie that, Max, I believe you saw. That's Happy Death Day to oh, You. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I did see that one. Um, and I wasn't sure if we were going to go into, into more depth uh, on a later episode, but I will, I can at least say generally that I also really enjoyed it and I was a fan of the first one and yeah, I might, act, I might even like it better. It's sort of setting itself up to be just a fun original franchise. Yeah. It's, it is 
it is like a little goofier, but I think that that's kind of necessary because they're kind of playing with playing with more of the you know the time travel and all that fun stuff. And sure. the supporting characters from the first one get a lot more screen time, including some new ones. And it was just like refreshing. It was fun. There was like I liked the new some of the new characters, the ones that didn't really have a huge role in the previous film had more to work with. It was it was cool. I, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Kaylin, have you seen the first Happy Death Day? I have not. Um, I read the entire plot synopsis of both films on Wikipedia the other day. <laughs> Nerd alert! Because <laughs> I was like, what's the deal do? with these movies? You know, it's cheaper That's than the going sh- to the movies Which now. is <laughs> the best way to find out what the deal with the movie is. Yeah, Andrew won't watch trailers, but he does read the trailer synopsis on <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I tweeted this the other day. I genuinely cannot wait to read the Wikipedia synopsis of us because it looks fucking scary as hell. And I do not think I'm going to see that in theaters. Did you see? It looks so good, but I am too scared to see it in the movie. And theater. I have like a creepy, um, I'm, it's not probably an original theory about the film, but I'll, I'm also curious cause I don't remember. Did you end up seeing, um, uh, get out, get out? Yes. Yes. Did you I like did. it? Yeah. I liked it a lot, but you, but it was, it scared you good. No, I didn't like, I, I don't think that. But I don't. I don't remember the trailer for Get Out being mm. particularly as like fear it was creepy. In, it was creepy, but like Us looks fucking so scary. Have you seen the standee they have at the theater? I r- will not. I will avert. I will sorry. You my eyes. I will avert my eyes. Can someone carry me up the stairs? Yeah. Past this? It is. It's the, like a it's triangle. The actual actors standing there, and they chase after. Uh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Peele's there and, and describing the movie to you, and you're like, la, 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 la. <laughs> no, but it is It is the family all standing in a, in a line holding hands, and it's on, like, triangular boards, so when you're standing one direction, it's, like, all happy them, oh, and when they're on the other direction, it's, like, their creepy other selves. And the thing I'm thinking about in the trailer, well... Or, or you, have, you haven't... You've seen the trailer. You've I've seen, seen the trailer okay. multiple times. So you saw that Tim Heidecker yeah. is in it, as and um, I, I forget that actress's name, but she's great. But, um... I'm like, well, if this is happening to this family, then surely all of the other families or people in the world are having these doppelgangers show up, which means we might get an us version, version of, of Tim, Tim Heidecker in yeah. that movie. Played by Eric Wehrheim. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I don't think that's an... I think when people saw the trailer, they were probably like, oh, okay. Yeah, other supporting characters will have a similar fate. But sure. that's... Hey, that's extra enticing. To me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Yeah. Have you seen any other movies? Uh, just... That's the the big one. Happy Death Day too. I can't uh, can't recommend it enough, especially if you're a a fan of the first. Sure. Yeah. Max, how about you? Yeah, I've seen uh, a few of them. Uh, let's see. I saw Get Me Roger Stone documentary about Roger Stone. If you don't know who he is, he's uh, like a political guy. Who he did like a very cool uh, Richard Nixon two peace signs in the air recently if you've yeah. seen yeah. yeah if you watch the news if you're a news junkie then you know him as the peace sign guy he has a nixon <laughs> tattoo on his back he worked oh, boy. for the nixon campaign and then he worked for the trump campaign but he just is yeah. a general uh rabble rouser <laughs> wow that is that is a so light yeah. he's a traitor <laughs> yes but continue <laughs> Gen- general rabble rouser sounds like a like a flintstones character or like a star <laughs> wars like a star wars like yeah Right but below, General Rabble Rouser, I can't join the <laughs> yeah. infantry. Right below Hux is General Rabble Rouser. <laughs> it was like one of the characters invented by a Lucas kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the name of one of the InSync yeah. Jedis. Bring me Baron Papanoida and General Rabble Rouser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I recommend it. How, wa- yeah, how was it? It's frustrating, of course, but sure. it's, it's a enlightening, maybe. I don't know. He, he has an you didn't know Roger Stone was bad before the... Oh, no, I knew. I knew about him and everything like that, but it has some of his uh, thought process, I suppose, and some you know stuff from him. Uh-huh. He's an interesting guy, even though he's awful sure. beyond belief. Um, Fact I think or fiction. It's, Good to, good to know the, the the people on the other side. Do they you know, show sometimes. him buying those like comically uh, two <laughs> uh, two enhanced glasses that he wears? Those like he did very... show up at the inauguration. I think looking like like the penguin or something yeah. from from <laughs> yeah. the Adam West Batman. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he often looks like uh, Colonel Sanders How with Harry you. Potter glasses on. Hey, Colonel Sanders is RoboCop now. Have you heard? I saw which that. actor that played Colonel Sanders is RoboCop. I don't. Is, is it a particular actor? I think that, it's just unless it's Peter Peter Weller. I, I think it is unknown if it's Peter Weller. People oh. are unsure. Oh my God! Is our KFC commercials the sequel to RoboCop? <laughs> Canonical sequel. Eat chicken creep. <laughs> Shoots it into your crotch. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Fried chicken. You guys seen that commercial? 
Uh, no, no. I that? thought that was a really bad RoboCop impression. <laughs> I don't think Kalen's seen RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, I know RoboCop. Uh, fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, cop. Cop. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he throws a refrigerator, right? Um, <laughs> what, else have you, what else have you seen? Right? I've also seen La Femme Nikita. The uh, show? Oh, no, wait. Uh, there is a There, there was a movie. movie. You. Which did? What? <laughs> when did this come out? Uh, a while ago. I would say maybe the 80s. I think it's the is early that? 90s, late 80s. Oh, yeah, because okay, yeah. the TV show... I, I know this for a fact. The TV show ran in the mid to late 90s, and it was always after uh, Monday Night Raw. Hey, there you go. So, there you go. Yeah. Is this the Luke Besson movie? Yeah. Okay. That's right, and it features like uh, the professional character coming, That's right. coming over. Like a, oh, really? A proto version yeah. of him. Oh. Yeah. Um, what What is it about? What is it? Uh, it's uh, about a woman who gets recruited into MI6. I no, 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 no. I don't know. Uh, w- but she becomes kind of an agent uh, mm. of chaos, um, uh, an assassin, a Joker. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, it's a good movie. It's got uh, you know cool characters, characters that you might not uh, see other places. Kind of huh? Uh, unique. <laughs> <laughs> unique. As in, there are characters unique to this movie. Oh, <laughs> as in, there are, there are characters that um are one of a kind you know oh, okay i, I oh. get what you mean like you're yeah, being like, so vague yeah. it's like you're gonna see movies in this you're in characters yeah. in this movie that don't actually appear yeah. in other movies yeah. <laughs> like uh, agent bames john <laughs> <laughs> oh that's exactly that's what like I an by. interesting new character <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm trying to leave it vague because uh, sure. you should probably go out. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right, like, all right. I, a, I, I see what you're... It's uh, a classic. Got it. Then I watched uh, Patty Cakes, which you've talked about on the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. what do you think? From what I hear, I liked it, yeah. Sweet. Uh, I thought it was, a, you know, it, it treaded some ground that had already been tread before, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, like the characters and everything. The and, songs are good, and I really yeah. like the actors who plays Patty Cakes. Yeah. Great. Teared up a little bit at the end. Oh yes, it's very sweet. The uh, mom, the mom is excellent. In yeah, that. exactly. The mom is so like. That's where it was yeah. for sure. And then uh, I watched Borg versus McEnroe. Oh, oh, the Star Trek movie. Exactly. <laughs> I actually looked that up. I was like, because well, they call him the Machine, and I was like, well, I wonder if uh, Machine maybe Gene, Gene Roddenberry was just a huge tennis fan. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been insane. And. Was your suspicion confirmed? Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, wow, uh, no one can beat this guy. Well, it's like they just have to assimilate. Yeah. In fact, like, yeah, oh my yeah, he says like resistance is futile, and yeah. like, the Borg ships are actually just tennis courts. <laughs> <laughs> Every Borg oh, no, ship okay. has a tennis court like, in the center. Like Roddenberry can't be flat. Like, what if we made it like a cube? He's like, fine, but make sure people know it's a tennis court. <laughs> yeah, but in the future, there better be Borg spheres that look yeah, like tennis, like balls. tennis balls bouncing around <laughs> off of each of the, the cubes. Yeah. Off the yeah. Borg rackets. Well, like anything, uh, I did look to the internet and found both confirmation and uh, something that said no. That's classic internet. Snopes yeah. couldn't help you. Hey, uh, General Snopes might help you. <laughs> Supreme but, Leader Snopes. Sorry. Ooh, you you fucked up, dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All the Star Wars fans are going to dox me for sure. Yeah. Now, great. Now Max doesn't like the Last Jedi. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> really flipped me on that one. Dang it. But Borg versus McEnroe is a great movie. Um, mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf is amazing. He's the reason why I watched it. And uh, I think people are over their hatred of Shia LaBeouf at this point. Maybe yeah, they I should remember. be. I don't. I, do, I I have no feeling about him. I feels mean, like he was having a real rough time of it, and just kind of like being like a general weirdo. And maybe he's. That was just called college. Uh, another Star Wars, Wars character, a general weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> uh, Hello. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Very good. Um, Emma Stone's in that one, right? No, you're no? thinking of the one. Her, Battle her of the Sexes. Suit, suit Battle of the Sexes. Oh, yeah. Same sport, different sexes. They should Damn. do a crossover, though. That'd be wow. great. Wow. Yeah, Borg versus sex. <laughs> Battle of the Sexes versus Borg versus back and Battle right. of the Borgs. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Big bad beetle Borg <laughs> sex, which is my DeviantArt page. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. yeah. Uh, how, do you, how are you doing <laughs> since they shut down your Tumblr? Oh, uh, it's fine. I I have a, just an X video. Uh, is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't watch enough porn to know what <laughs> oh, a porn boy. page is. Oh boy, yeah, good cover, good cover. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, porn hab? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gimmeporn.com is uh, what I use. I think that's the one. Nakedladies.com. That's yeah. my personal favorite. Yeah, I, I'm a purist. I've never Mr. Skin.com is my my preferred. AOL.com. Mr. Skin. Oh. 
AOL.com. AOL. 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 AOL homepage. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's some really pretty ladies on the front page sometimes. Wow, you saw a, a lot of movies. Yeah, four. A huge number. <laughs> a huge number. I'm, I'm reeling. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, Kaylin, what'd you see? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I watched a movie called Sammy Blood, which was a uh, foreign drama. Very slow, but very good. My mom made me watch it. <laughs> <laughs> As punishment? You know, what did you do? do? I was home for the weekend, and she was like, I'm going to watch this movie. And, and you have uh, to I watch it. Was, I was like, I'm going to feel bad if I don't hang out with my mom. I love you, mom. <laughs> she, uh, she she's a listener, right? <laughs> yeah. But it was really good. Uh, it's about the Sami people are a small culture within Sweden, I believe. Uh, and it's about this young woman who doesn't want to be a reindeer herder for the rest of her life because that's what her people do. So she escapes to the big city and it's very sad. Are you saying it's uh, a but it's, small group of people or a group of small people? Maybe both. Could They're both. not really that small. I okay. mean, the movie's about two young girls, so they're pretty small. Okay. But, but it's in Sweden? <laughs> is in Sweden? Yeah. Well, they're probably pretty tall then, eventually. It's, she She goes to a Swedish school, and like all of, it's the, all frost all, all of the girls are like <laughs> these giant blonde-haired yeah. women. Uh-huh. It's just Lokis and Frost Giants everywhere. <laughs> I got it. I got it. But uh-huh. you know, I know what Sweden's like. Interesting. And that's called, you said Sammy Blood? Sammy Blood. It, that's a literal translation of like a term that would be like mud blood. Of like a mm, not good a term. Racist term in Harry yes. Potter. And we're not going to say it. In fact, <laughs> Andrew, bleep it. Uh, uh, but it was really good. Uh, the the two main sisters are sisters in real life, and like weren't actors, and they just they didn't know they were filming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I also went on a very brief two day King Arthur binge, and I watched the uh, Guy Ritchie King Arthur. Which oh, wow. I, I have almost rented that movie so many times, and I, I think you're about to tell me that you it probably didn't need to. It is not that great. Okay. Uh, especially after I read an inter- interview with the producer afterwards, and he was just had huge plans for an expanded King yes, Arthur yikes. universe yeah, yeah. with like a Lancelot spinoff and a Merlin spinoff and a, all sorts of Bonnie things. Monty Python and the Holy Grail spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the actors did well with what they were given jude law plays a really great bad guy sure um but yeah pretty skippable uh and then the next day i went to see the kid who would be king i was gonna oh. make that joke as like the weekend to be capped off <laughs> well with no that. i i was i didn't know it was out yet so i was like well you surely you're going to go see that right. how was that uh it was fine sure um it's definitely the director of attack the block um which was Joe one Cornish. of my favorite yes uh, films of all time uh, so I had pretty high expectations and this was a very just kind of like good family film. Hmm. Yeah. The trailer made it look fun, pretty, but yeah. like, yeah, something Boiler that plate. like, I think I said to my wife, like I wouldn't be mad seeing it, but I don't think I'd ever go out of my way to. <laughs> yeah. The, and, then, uh, and then when you watched it, you were pissed. You were I was so, so mad. mad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the kids in it are great. Uh, the main character is Andy Serkis's son. Oh, who knew? Uh, he's a great actor. Uh, and then the kid who plays Merlin when it's not Patrick Stewart is also fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, you may. check it out if you want. Yeah, sure. I pr- oh, Just sorry. watch King Arthur and the Knights of Justice instead. <laughs> the old TV show, eighty or nine, probably 90s cartoon. I was going to uh-huh. say that sounds like a Saturday morning cartoon from the 90s. Yes. And then you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I saw that new Robin Hood. You saw the the oh, Taron Egerton one. Yes. What yeah. did you think, and why did you do that? <laughs> that was similarly. I think just Kaylin and I were just vibing. We're like, we want to watch mediocre kind of like <laughs> attempts at sort of reboots at, at um, yeah things that are also like in the public domain. We can just call it Robin Hood. Yeah, with yeah. no any other. Next uh, up, Gods of Egypt. <laughs> oh, oh well, we've yeah we've Been done there. it. That was a yeah passion project for that guy. Um, it was sort of. Uh, Maybe the more interesting, the most interesting thing about it was that it was sort of not, it wasn't precisely, um, you know, like medieval times. It was like, there was like an aesthetic where like the rest almost, yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was sort of like it would have the people would have like suits on sure. kind of the, the, the hair and, and the makeup was a little more, uh, modern. There was just th- just elements to it where it was sort of supposed to be completely anachronistic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the actual like footage of like the archery and stuff was fun. Like there was like he would ha- usually hold three or four arrows in his hand and like shoot them all off. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was sort of similarly like kind of just meh, meh, which is a shame because I think there was like there had some good stuff going going for it and Jamie Foxx is good in it. It was it was grim too. There was some some real uh, heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood like after he meets the girl, uh, Maid Marian gets sent off to like the Middle East and is like fighting in a war for four years. Wow. Yeah. So that's like immediately, I mean, perhaps that's maybe I've missed that part of the, the Robin Hood lore, but, uh, <laughs> um, and then, um, oh gosh, who's, who's Orson Krennic from Rogue uh, One? Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn is the sheriff of Nottingham and if, he's basically Orson Krennic. <laughs> um, I think he accidentally calls Robin Hood, uh, <laughs> Jin, Jin or so at one point. <laughs> He was going, he was running between sets. Um, yeah, he's always good, but another similar, a similar thing of like everyone did what they could with the material. It just feels like it never reached those heights. Anyway, what was the last like successful medieval movie? Feels like people still love Knight's Tale, but that's and that's also similarly anachronistic. Mm. I haven't actually seen it all the way through in a long time. Um, I like that one, I think it's it's really pretty watchable. I think it like. It used to be on TV a lot, and then I feel like when um, Heath Ledger passed away, like it kind of stopped. It's airing really oh, interesting. I feel TV like I've seen it. There's a bar I go to that I feel like it's in regular rotation on like, their VHS player, <laughs> uh-huh. which is fun. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm struggling to think if there's anything. Probably Black Knight. <laughs> kidding, kidding. The, with with Martin, Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going backwards. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you seen, Andrew? Uh, the only movie I saw was About Time, which is with. Uh, aforementioned general hux and uh it's a dom hall gleason and rachel mcadams it's about this guy who finds out from his dad played by uh bill nighy that the men in their family can travel through time but only to like moments they were born moments they've lived in their own lives like he explains like you can't just go back and kill hitler because you didn't live through that moment but you can go back and redo moments from your own life um but there are like there are um what's the word i'm looking for here? consequences consequences thank you or... um to going back in time for instance if you go past the point of like a birth it can change like the the circumstances of the birth so like for instance in the movie he goes back to a certain point when his daughter like, and his daughter's been born he goes back to a certain point he goes back home and it's a, a boy now and it's not the kid that he has grown to love so he has to go back and undo what he redid so that his daughter would be born what was there anything specific about what he did that would have affected the, the yeah. no it's just like it's just, just like a, a weird butterfly it's just effect, a weird butterfly effect, yeah okay all right. and so yeah it's it's a i think it's a pretty underrated romantic comedy from the last like five years mm. i liked it a lot um i think dom hall gleason and rachel mcadams are good in it and Bill Nye, he's great as always. And I think it's a really cute story and like kind of a light science fiction. And it's one of the few times where I'm not bothered by time travel in the movie. <laughs> uh, I think time travel is a thing that's very really easy to fuck up. And I think yeah. they do it pretty well. And cool. I like it. How how does he travel? Um, They don't like, there's not like he a science. He has to build a machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, yeah, from, from scratch every time. Yeah, yeah. Does he just like um, strain? Yeah, so like they have to go to into the <laughs> they have to go into like a dark place. So it's usually like a closet or a wardrobe, and like they have to like dark place? Hmm? Garth like dark Marangi. like Garth yeah. Marangi's dark place. Yeah, um, and they have to like think hard about the place that they want to go to. Okay, and that's how it I happens. Mean, that's then they appear in the morning when I'm like, <laughs> then they myself appear. up. <laughs> Get in there, I really want to go. To, yeah, <laughs> then they appear like in an unoccupied area or the they, same, not in the same. It's spot? so the the one thing I will say that kind of doesn't work about the. Um, the time travel of it is that they are inhabiting the bodies of themselves during that time. So it's not like a new version of them appears out of nowhere and you have to like avoid yourself. You are inhabiting yourself. So you're kind of like in that leaping into yourself at that time. Yes. Got it. But there's, there's certain times where like he goes into the closet and then he's, he travels back and then he comes out of the closet in the past. So like, was he just like hanging out in a closet at that point yeah or did like he disappear from like the party he was at and then like just go into everyone everyone's screaming in the other room because he <laughs> disapparated into yeah, the closet two right. feet away yeah um so there's certain parts of it like that but oh dude I this think, sounds like bullshit no 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 that's oh uh, i'm just not saying it right it really makes sense uh, when you see it <laughs> i've done the math it's it works yeah uh, uh, no it sounds it sounds cool yeah 
it's very watchable. So, anyways, TV shows we've seen. We've seen. Max, you uh, you were bragging before the podcast started that you had seen both TV and movies. So. Yeah, I've seen so many TV shows. Please indulge. Uh, I watched the rest of Umbrella Academy. And, and you, oh, you were worried that the last three episodes might be bad. Yeah. Max, how'd it go? Utter shit. Damn it. So oh. No, they were fine. Oh. Uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, and uh, I thought I remembered the comics better than I did because uh, I was holding off uh, reading them again or looking at them again until after I'd watched all of it. I went back um, after the, the final episode and looked at the comics, just uh, flipped through it, and it's pretty different. Like there's oh, okay. a lot of stuff that's been changed. I was like, oh yeah, the, this is way different. But in the other one, they like grab stuff from one comic, put it in uh, to this show, even though it doesn't take place at the same time and all, all that jazz. Mm. But I still liked it for what it was. I think maybe if you're a big fan of the comic, that you're not gonna like the fact that it doesn't line up exactly. But uh, do you? If, I mean, it, do you still think it works though? Like as a show? Like what, out of that? Yeah, context? for the most part, I okay. think it's a. I mean, I think it's a little <clears throat> bit sappier than the comic probably was. Uh, but it works, I think, just depending on what you're looking for. Sure. So it might not hit the exact same beats. Uh, I also watched Killing Eve. Ooh, it, yay. Have, have you been watching that? I am. I think I have two episodes left in the first season. Yeah, that one's good, huh? It's really good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I, thought, I think it's. Did you finish it? The, yeah. Okay. What's this yeah. show? What's the it's, premise? I think you mentioned this before the it's a bbc america bbc america show um it's about this um hit woman assassin mm-hmm. okay. that um there's a i forget what the agency that um sandra o works for but I she's like one a, is mi6 mi6 yeah she's kind of like a like a grunt in mi6 who kind of starts to formulate this theory that there's a like a serial killer out there um who's like killing higher up people in government and stuff and she's the only person who's kind of caught on to her, her like found her scent and caught her track. Mm. And she s- formulates this theory turns out to be true. There's an actual part of the MI6 that is tracking her. And so they bring her in to find her. They sort of have this like cat and mouse relationship and they kind of are like sort of weirdly obsessed with each other in like a pseudo romantic, maybe not way, but it's very like it is like, the I forget the name of the actress that plays um the the hit woman, but no she's idea. terrific and she's mm. like she goes from like very playful and like you know kind of goofy to like very scary and like like a like a true threat like pretty mm. quickly. How much is she like? How much is it from her point of view? It's both. Like it's it's from hers and uh, Sandra O's. They kind of share co-star oh, okay. on the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's great. And it's yeah. written by uh, the robot in Solo. And the robot <laughs> okay. in Solo? Yeah, the one that L3? starts, oh, starts yeah. the revolution. Yeah, L3. Yeah. So Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Gates, I think. Okay. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I think that's her name. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and so after finishing, uh, I looked up the other show that she's uh, that she worked on, um, Fleabag. Started, I haven't seen that. Started watching that one. That one's also really good. Yeah. And uh, she's the the star and I think the writer creator all that stuff for that show cool wow. and uh, yeah it's just somebody living in London and, and getting by with her sister and and family and all that drama that goes along with it yeah so that's really good cool yeah yeah <laughs> um, I didn't see any TV but I did start playing the Spider-Man video game on the PS4 and it hey. is so good oh yeah video right. games we've played <laughs> video games we played <laughs> boop boop I hear it's one of the best Spider-Man movies. I would it's, agree with that. Like, like I'm not cinematically, finished, but it's incredibly, yeah. yeah. Cinematically, it is so like pretty, and the story, like so far, is really good. I'm not that far into the game, but like so far, it, it yeah, it's pretty good. The characters look. There's a yeah. I think I mentioned before. There's in particular like a couple characters that look like incredible. They look so yeah. realistic. It's really yeah. awesome. Like the Hulk. Incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Spoiler for the Hulk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have either of you seen any TV that you want to talk about? I've been uh, making my way through uh, Seinfeld season eight. Boy. Oh, oh boy. boy. Just laughing up a storm. That's it all. has a laugh track <laughs> in there. <laughs> That's do, true. Do you find that distracting? Uh, no. It works? It works. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, it doesn't hurt if, like, you also find the joke funny, where you're like, oh, I'm laughing too, but sometimes, like, you can really tell when the, the laugh track's doing the heavy lifting. I think it's like a, I don't know, if if I know that a movie or a TV show, <laughs> there were movies with laugh tracks. That'd oh. be weird. <laughs> if I know that it was, like, made when laugh tracks were a thing, it just, yeah. oh, it, sure. make, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if, like, yeah. The Office had a laugh track, I'd be like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it did when I was watching it. Hey! Oh, oh, oh. Hey! This podcast has a life track. I'm listening to it. <laughs> all right, are we ready to talk about the movie we all saw? Oh yep. yeah! That's right. You know this song is the theme song to Alita: Battle Angel. Uh, thank you, Shaggy, for providing the theme song to Alita Battle Angel. Um, guys, Alita Battle Angel. Pow, 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 pow. Pow, 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 pow. Um, 2019 science fiction is movie right is now. the year. Um, the movie takes place in like 25 something bullshit. Um, totally off to a good start. Uh, <laughs> screenplay by James Cameron, uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez, which I was very surprised to see at the end of the credits. I did not know that he directed this movie. <laughs> Um, starring Rosa Salazar, Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Connelly, mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali, mm-hmm. and Francis from Deadpool. Plays uh-huh. the, the like the the hit man killer, the guy with the sword. Yep. Oh right. Oh. That's uh, the old. Guy, the guy who backed out of the Hellboy movie. That's yeah, he did. Up. He did. Good on him because yeah. he didn't want to oh, be yeah. racist. He didn't want to um, be a. Ra- I <laughs> thought it was uh, the guy who plays Beast at first. Me too. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. Yes, I nope. was Holt at first. Nope, Ed's um, the guy whose Ed name is Sullivan. almost Ed Sheeran. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right, Ed Skir- Ed Screen. I think Skirin, I think it's S K R Sheeran. Yeah. I think is how you pronounce it. And then uh, Jackie Earl Haley also that's in right. this movie as the big hulking weirdo guy how who keeps Jackie getting Earl Haley. Yeah, uh, what's it? It's like a kind of a Russian sounding name. So. Yeah, uh, it was like Gugzhugog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It is a Jackie Early Haley's character is Putin. important. <laughs> Gorshka. Yes. Gorshka. 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 Oh, that doesn't even sound Russian. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we should consult Roger Stone. He might have a real uh, fix oh, on boy. what sounds Whoa. Russian. Um, yeah. This was. What did I? What did you guys think? This movie was better than I thought it was going to be. Personally, yeah, let agree. me rephrase that. I like this movie more than I thought I was going to like it. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I did too. Distinction. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I also liked it. I uh, I also I saw it in 3D, which I don't think diminished my experience. If anything, mm-hmm. it, it heightened it. And um, yeah, I was very entertained. I re- I had a good time at the theater. I saw it in 3D at the Boeing IMAX in the Pacific Science Center. Wow, what a great theater! Oh boy, that no. theater. oh boy, oh boy, that's, oh boy, that's oh boy. exactly where I saw it. Hey. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I thought it was about what I thought it was going to be. I didn't dislike it. I won't say that, but I, it was not probably my cup of tea exactly. I I think it's pretty dead center of the road. I think you it's, hate I anime. Think it's, so. I hate <laughs> anime. I hate everything Japanese, including <laughs> half of me. Um, I yeah, I think it's fine. I don't I don't dislike it. Um, I think there there are some like. Uh, there's some like premises that I think are, are maybe underplayed a little mm. bit that I think would have made the movie better. But, um, overall I think it's fine. Okay. I think it, the, my main issue was it suffered from being adapted from very dated material. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things that are just like, Oh, maybe they were revolutionary at the time. You're like, right. Oh, this, we've seen this in a million. Yeah. Things now. Did you is... say Matt or how did you kind of come down on it? What did you think? Yeah, I thought I thought it was better than I expected. I thought uh, <clears throat> I would say better than average, uh, like above middle of the road. I I enjoyed it, uh, and I could tell that they really cared about the source material when they made it, mm-hmm. and that they uh, wanted to do it justice, and they worked really hard on it. And uh, I enjoyed watching it. It's like Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> he was in. Anyways, I uh, uh, yeah, continue. <laughs> Don't mind uh, me. Uh, and I thought that it also had some dated stuff. I thought the, the romance probably like drug it down a oh, bit. Like, um, yeah. she was devoted to this guy for no reason yeah, right, I whatsoever. Th- I just think to like throw it in that, there. that does hurt it. And I think like 
to be to be totally frank, I I'm sure this guy's a nice guy. Uh, Kean Johnson was maybe one of the least charismatic people in a movie screen I've seen in a long time. He just mm. was a total nothing to me. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, he didn't stick out a lot, and it was sort of stunk that stunk up to me. <laughs> and it was sort of that thing where, yeah, I mean, also based on kind of like who alita is like everything is brand new to her so she's like sees this cute guy and it kind of felt like it was like well i'm just gonna follow you and then sure. there's there, there could more have been like him. 20 cuter guys like in the next like yeah. 20 there should have been like a yeah. hunk montage yeah. um no i just think that and I'm, I'm sure that's probably what happens in the in the source material too but um yeah he was a little un- uncharismatic there was so much there was so much frenetic stuff and so many big performances and it kind of feels like that was pretty um muted um so what did you guys think because i was i made a mistake uh-oh i fucked up oh my god um, this is the first time he's ever said this on the I podcast th- i thought that that it was like a mo-capped performance by what's her rosa salazar or yeah, salazar. Rosa salazar yeah and that obviously they were going for this kind of big-eyed anime aesthetic with alita in particular no, they so actually enhanced they pulled her eyes open and made her have yeah. bigger eyes uh, <laughs> um and i was like oh okay so they're, they're doing this kind of mocap kind of tracking treatment on her face and that's why she's kind of got the cg face and i didn't know that her entire character was cg i, I don't think i realized that when oh. i went in mm. and maybe that was that was more out there beforehand that was but more I, stupid on your part <laughs> yeah. you i really said i fucked it. up I, but guys, I thought like, what reason would they have to not have her walk down the street and then just mocap and make the face that they wanted, which for some whatever reason, which I think was a very interesting choice. Um, and I was pretty surprised. I think obviously when you get into the, I think it was helpful because there's parts where she's like dodging all these things and moving around. And because you have that exact same character doing the mundane stuff, the whole movie, it kind of, it was almost like the a Planet of the Apes thing for me where like at first you're kind of like, wow, look at these CG things. But because there's, no real ones the whole movie and that's what your brain sees the whole time by the end you're kind of like mm. yeah you're like you're used to it so that never that didn't click with me the right way um i was more impressed with it when i when i kind of thought back on that but what do you think of the choice in general to to have her look the way she did and kind of that 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 what do you, what did you think about that character that that they, that they created i i thought the cg was done really well. Like I, I noticed a lot of things that um, I didn't think were all that possible. Things that kind of uh, worked pretty well and and seemed natural. The eyes were not one of them. The <sighs> eyes were a huge mistake. I thought that was a fucking stupid hmm. and distracting. The I thought they looked time. like real eyes, but they were too t- too big. They were like too big for yeah. no reason too. Like everyone else in in the comic, right? What it's based on, everyone is going to have eyes like that. Uh, but then in the movie, she's the only one along with a couple of other, uh, characters that you hardly ever see. And so it was really off putting. It seemed really strange. It, yeah, why doesn't Christoph, why doesn't Christoph Waltz look like a Ghostbusters Egon Spangler? <laughs> why doesn't he have a giant chin? Well, he essentially uh, did. No. Why doesn't he have a giant pompadour um, and a huge nose? Like if you're going to make everyone look like goofy anime people, yeah, I will yeah. say I, it, it bothered me at first. And then I think as the movie went on, I, I, I stopped noticing it to be frank. I got used it to the way she me that much. Yeah. I, I think it was silly that they did it, but even like when the first trailer came out by the end of the trailer, I was over it. I was like, yeah. okay, she got big of eyes. She you know, got I'm, I'm, I'm a very open and oh, accepting. Okay. She got a big, okay. She <laughs> got a big of eyes. Yeah. Not me. Not me. I, I focused on it the whole time and it kind of distracted me. Not sure. too much. Cause I think they did it. You're right. They did it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was an odd, Odd choice to do that, and uh, I agree. Every I, once yeah. in a while, just pop back yeah. out of me. You can't. I mean, eyes are like the most important. The way to the soul. The window exactly. to the soul. It would have been great if she like got hit in the side of the head at one point, and one of her eyeballs popped out, and it was like really big. That uh, would have been great. <laughs> That's ridiculous. God. That'd be like her holding her heart out to someone. <laughs> <laughs> And then her beating heart, and then calling out that that's weird uh, (laughs) at the end of the scene. Yeah, (laughs) I will say the only time the CG in the movie. I know this is a separate point, but the the only time that I think the CG kind of got to me was during the motorball scenes. I I hated the motorball. I hated it. I hated them. And like it was pod race to me. Pod racing or blitz ball in Final Fantasy X, where it's like this totally 
Like, hey, you're describing my perfect sport. <laughs> <laughs> like a thing that I just was not enamored by whatsoever, and they kept mm. putting into the movie and into the story. They, one of the first just, thing that happens is that they step out in the street, and she goes, "What's that?" And it's on the screen. He's like, "Oh, that's motorball. We're, we're not going to worry about that." And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be worrying about it quite a bit." Um, and like I, you know, the the first motorball scene where they do it in the street, yeah, I thought was fun, but then like also like so needlessly violent with these Jamie kids was like, in Jamie the was street. like these people it, there would be so many fatalities every yeah. day from like just <laughs> standard street I would games. figure like street I mean I know there's like there are no police in this in this uh, universe anymore yeah, there are there giant four-legged robots okay. that shoot you in the face <laughs> but like I feel like there'd be some enforcement of like street motorball would not be legal because like there's a point where and it's only like you can only do this because she is a cyborg She's like racing and then like one he of the guys checks. just like hits her in the face while she's going like a hundred miles an hour. Like either at at minimum we kinda checks a her to severe like a street concussion yeah. or death. And well, like that's the thing in this universe. If you get hurt, you just get a new, a new body. body. Yeah. Yeah. So, so could you guys whatever. tell what the difference was? Like So like Alita is like a real brain and skull on in on like a human's thing, like yeah. or, or okay, or, no, I thought it was like a, she's an artificial like, brain, but it's like a super advanced yeah. thing. Because that's what I was saying. Like, why then are people that are like just a piece of skin face on an entire metal body like you piece why, of skin face? Yeah, why are they not like also? I mean, obviously they're not as advanced as like her battle suit for Mars or sure. whatever. But um, and for kind of spoiling whatever. But um. I, I don't know. I, just, I mean, I think that was the whole point is that uh, even when she was in a regular body, she had her core, which included the heart, which yes. was uh, mm-hmm. powering her. And so that's why she was so much pow- more powerful than everyone. And then she got that. Because he even said, like, why? Or, how can like a, such tech. a small body? Like, it makes sense that like a Grushka or whatever can like cut someone in half with his fist because he's like a giant super powered thing. But yeah, she was able to generate this because of like the core, because of where she came from. But I didn't. It was just a weird thing where I was like, so what's the difference between like the people that. And you see sometimes What's people... What's the deal with... Yeah, yeah. Was this season eight of the Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah. um, there's like... that You see before the motorball, like he's... Um, Marshall Ali, Ali is talking to the, the, the group and he's like, oh, go out there and, you know, kill Alita. Then you see them the next time and they're all switched in. They've all been like set into their giant kind of motorball bodies. And I was like, so what are, are you? Like, what yeah. are... Are you just like the spine and head that you see taken off sometimes? Like, I don't know. The, the line was really blurred between like who... Why didn't I don't know? It was, I, it was I think, odd. I think that's just the the wonderful world we can look forward to. Yeah, you in can't many tell. sequels. Mm. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm yeah. talking about I'm talking about real life. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> in 600 years, there was a guy uh, in the movie who shows up briefly. He was in the movie too short a time, but he looked like the Joker meets Philip Seymour Hoffman. He had like blade arms in the alleyway. He kind of showed up and he's like, she's mine. And he was like this creepy, like he had this blonde sweep of hair and this jagged, cutty, oh, cutty mouth. Oh, right. It he might have been like, one of the first fatalities he gets in the his, movie. Like, yeah, he gets fucking owned by her. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone gets, gets oh, basically yeah. gets owned by her. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of like crazy characters that I really enjoyed. But back to the, yeah, that streetball thing. Like, yeah, my wife and I both said, we're like, yeah, if you were sh- checking people like that, like, because she gets the guy back that checks her and, yeah. like, flips him upside down and he would have, like, <laughs> broken his knees. Yeah. <laughs> it's concrete. They're playing on concrete. It's so, oh, it's so funny. My main question about Motorball is there's that Who's scene. Who's the genius that came up with yeah, it? Yeah, I want to play. <laughs> well, spoiler alert, he's standing on a balcony at the end of uh, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I guess I don't understand the basic rules because there's like a ball but during that scene where they're all trying to kill her it like gets knocked into like a little side alley and then they just keep on going they clearly and, didn't care yeah, they wanted they to kill her about so the ball. i i took it to be like almost like the golden snitch kind of thing where it's like kill all each other and then make sure you cross that little jump with the okay. fireworks while you have the ball in your hand okay so if you want to stop and go back and smash someone's face in like it's all good as long as you like eventually get to the end with it. At least that's how I was interpreting it. Yeah. Um, I also love like they say they just have a throwaway line of like, well, we don't their guns are illegal here in the Iron City because then we can't overthrow the people above us. 
Um, but like all the weapons that the cyborgs and people have are just like the most insane. Like, <laughs> like they they're like they're shooting blade like gun like right. they're guns that shoot knives basically. Yeah. So I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, <laughs> they even make a big deal like this guy has like a claw arm later. Like, ooh, give me that arm. Yeah, like from uh, <laughs> like from uh, sector district nine, district nine. Yeah, yeah. They both want arms. Um, there's district. there's also a very like Elysium like feel of like mm. having like a rich sky city well guess what i bet the per i bet neil blomkamp maybe read alita sure. at one point yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. hey Wait. i'm gonna beat him to the punch like yeah. i'm sure <laughs> yeah. i'm sure they were the only two people who considered a, a, yeah. a city in the sky. A sky city a city that was separate just for the rich people yeah um so like in terms of the because we listed off a pretty good list of actors I'd say four out of the six are completely underutilized in this movie. Yeah. Inc including Mahershala Ali, who yeah. like is relegated to like literally being like a meat suit to someone else. Yes. In a couple in, in like half of his scenes, he's not playing the same character in that yeah, sense. Right. He's like, right. yeah. Being and like, there's still, just, it's still Mahershala Ali though. As the I know actor. he's <laughs> great in it, but like, he's that's what I mean. Taken over by that's what I mean. Like he, he's such a great actor and like, but he's just but not the doing movie, much in it. What would yeah. the movie have looked like though? If there was like a lot more of him, it would have been, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's kind of like they got this big name and then you're kind of like, well, crap! They're all—they're focused on Alita and her boyfriend. So if we, we, we I think we could cut out time. a lot of Hugo, to be <laughs> frank. Yeah. Um, but also, Jennifer Connelly is like a major character in this movie hey, who doesn't really any do scene, much. Any in scene it. she wants to be in is fine. And that's yeah. what I was talking about what, earlier with Max in the 3D. I'm sure oh, he yeah. really enjoyed seeing Jennifer ah, Connelly in 3D. Yeah, that's why I'm going to see it in 40x. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see it in D box? I'm going to build my <laughs> build your own D box or. Um, yeah, I All thought right. Jennifer Connelly was very underserved in this movie. She like, I mean, simple. I mean, Christoph Waltz isn't in a ton of it. He, he's in mo He's front loaded. He mostly serves yeah. as like a uh, when she a guy needs, who like, likes to swing a sledgehammer. <laughs> the oh other, boy. The other way to look at it though is if you have characters who you know are only going to be showing up briefly in your movie, but you want them to be memorable and you want people to come away with something from that character who has about two minutes of screen time. You're gonna want really good actors who can do a, an amazing performance with very little. That's mm -hmm. true. So in I that way, yes, I, I just think like when you have you know like Jennifer Connelly, who's not in a lot of stuff to begin, like she just doesn't do a lot of projects, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure she just doesn't, you know, like there isn't a lot of projects that come her way that she wants to do. When you've done Labyrinth. You don't have to do anything. I, else. That's a good point. You're done. When, you, you're yeah. when you've done Dark you, Water, you, you can do whatever you want. You're done. When you've done Hulk, what else is there left yeah. to do? When you've uh, done just, another Jennifer Connelly movie, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else you just there? yeah. Spider Man Homecoming. Um, so I just I like I love seeing her. I just wish she had more to do. And same with Mahershala Ali. Like I just wish that there was more for them to do in the movie. I, I do agree with you because I love seeing both of them as much as possible. I think yeah. they're great. Yeah. But, um, and but I even, do think that what they did in the movie was was all was great. Sure. Yeah, that's all. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what were some like set pieces that you guys like really came away liking from the movie? I I, I personally liked the murder ball scene. I thought the physicality was really good. I really felt, especially the IMAX sound, like all of the like hits were really strong, which mm. I thought was really awesome. Um, in D box, it'll just like jut like yeah. your seat back shoot and forth. An actual, yeah, an actual ball motor your, ball at yeah. your fucking face. Um, it'll check you like in the in the game. Yeah, like, um, rub, rub your face across concrete in that. But, <laughs> in, but in general, like the the fight scenes, like that first scene where she stops her her father figure in the alleyway, and he has like, he has like a Fallout style like rocket powered sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. But I was like. We were like, how? That's so unwieldy, it seems like. But and if you're, for him. Like, it, it, but it yeah. it's like, if, impractical if you, for him. If you have no enhancements yourself and you need to like cleave a giant robot man in half before he can kill you, like, you want I to guess. carry on something you yourself can barely lug around. Yeah, because it felt like he was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, he was doing well enough. It seemed like he was, he was, he was killing some folks. Sure. He was, you know, a hunter killer. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, I read the comic many years ago. And I remember that hammer in the comic. I remember like, oh, this is a cool weapon. I can't mm -hmm. wait to see it in this movie. And then, yeah, it came and he was just like, <laughs> just, it, it just like, seemed like, yeah, for a guy who's like of like average human strength to carry around this like weapon that's like twice the size of him. And like, it just seemed like what, at what point did you say, here's what I'll do. I'll have like a giant rocket powered scythe that I can like barely a, use. He seemed like a, 
especially since they talked up how much he was able to do like repairs on people and stuff that like yeah maybe he could have invented something something analog that could right. just have fit over I, who knows yeah um hey maybe that's in the sequel um <laughs> something to look forward to yeah um but yeah that first fight scene is so crazy because like she truly like she doesn't remember who she is so she kind of switches into this battle mode instinctively when sure. she gets cornered and it was so impressive because like these crazy characters show up including like that metal woman who like yeah she gets thrown against a wall one point and she's like yay and kind of like <laughs> yelled at her it was so i laughed so hard it was very funny <laughs> yeah um uh, and just kicks everyone's ass all yeah. across the movie it was yeah. it's so intense um Kaylin, what are your some of your favorite set pieces uh i liked when uh that hall you go into to become a hunter warrior hunter oh, yes. yeah. yeah and there's like that weird like head that pops I out i love that little head guy <laughs> I like, like that too state your business or yeah. whatever yeah i loved him and yeah. i also really like the the design of those just like spider tanks yeah yeah pretty close around. to like that again feels like one of those things like um, like the ghost in the shell uh, yes yeah the, the what are those called the fudge i can't remember the name of the i want to say droidica but that's from star wars yeah but they're they had a very similar kind of mech feel to to stuff we've seen but i I liked them they were very cool the whole the whole movie was bright i liked the aesthetic and and seeing Mm -hmm. it 3d that was my big fear was like i know there's night scenes i know there's whole chunks of it that looks like they're kind of it's kind of dark and that is notorious in 3d movies for being diluted and hard to see sure everything popped for me so yeah I, i liked that about it max any things stick out for you uh, I just I like the the main just the city itself the the that gritty look with a bunch of tubes and felt like a character. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get out of here! And I can't remember the name of the city. <laughs> Iron City. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it just reminds me of like like Final Fantasy VII, and they had a, a few cities like that that just had and Gasworks Park. If you're from around Seattle, sure. Uh, just a bunch of rusted out uh, big yeah. big tubes going through the city. Um, and Columbus from uh, Ready Player One. Oh, my God. That was the only note I took during the movie on my phone. I was like, I need to bring this up during the podcast. <laughs> I, I wrote, I think, literally, nice to see the city from Ready Player One getting more work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very uh, clever, Andrew. Thanks, thanks guys. <laughs> did, you, did you tweet it? Yeah. I did not tweet it. <laughs> yeah. I, I saved it exclusively for, for right now. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know what I liked about this tweet. movie? Cargo shorts, oh, baby. <laughs> There's a lot of cargo shorts in it, this movie. You know, it was weird that like the movie takes place in like 2583 or something. And the gap is still one of the <laughs> number one <laughs> retailers. Yeah. Um, but like, it's just one of those things like when you only have the technology of today to then make a movie about the future, like in the, in the beginning of the movie, um, Christoph Waltz keys something in on like an old computer keyboard. And it's just like, it's 2583 and yeah. they have computer keyboards mm-hmm. still. Like, it's just like, I know that like they say that like this fictitious event called the fall happens 300 years yes. prior to the movie, but that's still like another 200 years of technology that will advance further on. But we still have computer keyboards, cargo shorts. Was the implication and- though that, that before the fall and before the, was the fall the transcendent? Mars- was that the yeah. transcendent event? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There were like the floating cities all around the world, and everyone yeah. fell except the one above them. Yeah, and so was the and apparently I, Mars gave up after that. Yeah, well, that was their last attack. I think it was like their desperate attack sure. on all the cities simultaneously. But, um, but yeah, was the idea that like the the technology, including like Alita, for example, was like way advanced up there, and everyone, even at the time, living below was still like kind of analog screens and stuff like that. Like they're. They, they've just been decaying basically like they've never they haven't advanced much because like they're just living off the refuse from mm-hmm. the ones up top maybe. sure it felt like it yeah again elysium it's like they have all this amazing stuff in like little bathospheres that like cure cancer up there but like everyone on the ground still works in factories and has basic exoskeletons because they're just not they're just getting the the refuse basically sure from that so um yeah i don't know i just was like impressed with the actual the actual like action i i just loved yeah. a lot about yeah. the one thing i will say i think this movie is as much as i think it's just kind of okay i think it's very well paced i think yeah. like mm-hmm. and until the last like 15 minutes i think like they try and pack too much in <laughs> and when i looked at my watch and realized that there's really only 15 minutes left in the movie i was like uh, is this 
is this the beginning of a franchise? Because like I, I am not familiar with the with the manga. Mm-hmm. I've not read it, so I don't know how many there are. But I was thinking, like, is this going to be like a singular movie, or are they going to do the thing at the end where it's like we're going to unsatisfy you so that you want to see further movies? I think that they can kind of came to a weird middle ground, a little bit. It feels like it could be the end, and also that it could set up something. Yeah, and I think like at least the people in the theater I went to, I think were not prepared for it to be the beginning of a franchise. There were a lot of people who, I mean, it was not a packed movie theater. There's probably 12 people in the theater, but I heard a couple people grumbling about like, that's it, you know? And like, I, I don't know. I think that's a very unsatisfying. Was the expectation to see like, to get up, to get up to the, to Zor. Bazorma, what was it called? Like Bazinga, Yorma, <laughs> Bazinga, Yorma yeah. Tacone. Um, I, I think like I don't know uh, Salem, Salem, um, Salem, I, Massachusetts, <laughs> <laughs> the Salem witch trials. Um, <laughs> I think that it's just sort of an unsatisfying ending in a way that I don't think that they, and I don't know how you can advertise this. I don't think like it's too presumptuous to say the Alita Battle Angel series or part one Mm because then like you know there are going to be people who are not going to see it because they don't want to invest in a series of movies i mean it's called alita colon battle angel so the next one could be called alita semicolon zalem hunter (laughs) yeah um no i i i felt similarly especially fresh off of king arthur where it was just like (laughs) just if you're, they, gonna, wanna, if you're gonna yeah. see Alita Battle Angel, do not see King Arthur before. <laughs> it will color your. Well, I I thought it was particularly weird. If we're gonna just if we can just talk about the ending a little bit for a second, is um, there's kind of like the announcer in the motorball turn or uh, stadium. Oh, and the he's Greg like, Proops uh, from the yeah, yeah. pod racing of <laughs> yeah, yeah. this. And it doesn't matter what galaxy you're from. That's gotta hurt. <laughs> oh my. Um, and they're like. Alita has been working her way up the charts for the last five you know, months, and right. now she's ready. To, and I was like, "Hold on, <laughs> she slayed the most like vicious dudes ever in yeah. that last race. <laughs> yeah. She's worked her way up. That like, what is a typical motorboat? Do you not maybe, murder everyone? Maybe there's like, yeah, maybe that was like a particularly murderous. So one, is that, is and that you're like, not supposed is that to kill? Why it's hard for her? She's like, oh shit, I can't. Oh, I she's can't, really bad yeah. at getting that. Ball. She I feel like she could go Terminator like in ter- Terminator Two when he just like shoots everyone's kneecaps out. He's like, I only wounded. Like she yeah. could just be like and just like knock everyone out. But I don't it, know. It was you know, could have just been that there were like there were people who are good at actually playing motorball that she had to defeat, and it wasn't just people trying to kill her on the track. Yeah, she looks but, up and like someone's going through the goal with the ball, and she's like, Oh, I was murdering everyone. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I did think when she, you know, there's the beginning when they're doing it in the street. And, you know, she does, like, essentially murder that guy, but he's fine. Um, <laughs> but I did think that she would, like, there would be a moment where she kind of, like, snaps and, like, goes a little too hard. And they're like, whoa, 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 Alita, calm yeah, down. It didn't, right. it didn't have that moment, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I, in fact, I thought it kind of had the opposite in a weird way. So, like, after the motorball, I always, I want to say motorboat, and I also want to say murder ball. <laughs> murder yeah, ball is the ball. one I thought yeah. Yeah. the first time. Neither of them. I want to say rollerball. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Great movie. Let's get Chris it. Klein yeah. in this movie. But uh, at the end of that, when they leave the um, the rink or whatever it's called, uh, the track, and she just like murders everyone, throws a guy through a grinder, and like this isn't just they're they're cyborgs, so you think okay, you know they're they've they've got their pieces that are are metal that she mm-hmm. can just like you know sever the head or something, and they're still alive. This guy was crushed to pieces, so he's definitely dead. Yeah. Right. Immediately after that, she goes to her boyfriend and finds out that he's in trouble for murder. <laughs> and she goes, how, how could dare you? you? You're, you're so awful. And he's like, no, I've been framed. And she's like, I don't believe it. All that stuff. After she just threw a guy into a meat grinder. Yeah. Well, he'd been killing people for their bionic parts and this she was killing a guy for self-preservation uh, for for a sport yeah. <laughs> and i think she took particular umbrage because she's all mechanical parts and she's kind of like yo bro yo, thought bro. you liked this hard body i like that dude his friend being like okay there's a line that i did not like in the movie where they walk away i think alita walks away with what's his name what's the, what's the kid's uh, name hugo hugo um and 
one one of the girls in like the crew is talking to kind of like the kind of the, the sourpuss guy that Alita checked in the game, and he's like, "What's what do you what, what's your problem with like the her you know like the cyborg or whatever?" And he's like, "I just don't get the whole hard body thing." And he was like, "Besides, she was like the enemy at one point." And then she's like, 300 years ago, get over it." And I was like, "Ooh." Telling the black guy to get over it in this movie uh, with everything going is just kind of an interesting kind of a, yeah. I don't know about yeah. that. It was just like a weird loaded line for that little scene where I was like, huh, okay. And he was like, wow, egg on my face. Yeah. You're right. You I'm sure wrong. showed me. <laughs> I love Martian robots now. I guess I should be thankful. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so the movie ends and we get a shot of... <laughs> Of, uh, did, you, did you know when it showed him the first time who it was? No. Mm-mm, I 100% thought it was James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been Wait, great. That was a like, guy in a submarine. So in an earlier, <laughs> there's a couple times where it flashes into Alita's eyes and she has a little um, a little jog of her memory one time. She's I thought fighting. it was, I truly, for whatever reason, I thought it was going to be Brent Spiner. Oh, I thought so too. That's, no, that's not a bad guess because yeah. he had a very. It looked kind of like him in uh, Independence Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it shows a person in one of her flashbacks, kind of in a hologram, and they're like, "That's the guy we're going." You know, that's uh, what's his name? It's Zion or Nova. Nova. Uh, that's who we're going after. We got to get him. And they kind of show another flashback. It's almost as if all up. these names suck and are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> almost. I think the problem is like, wait, there's the Nova Corps. There's all these things. Yeah, that aren't, these aren't. <laughs> they're original they're not original in the sense that like like they're probably what oh they've also probably been retranslated a million times but like yeah it just feels like i've heard them in so many other contexts Mm -hmm. that i can't i can't they're and weird names too like the one yeah the one guy's zapan yeah with the weird metal thing anyway but i think think it's actually francis (laughs) i think he wormed his way from the deadpool universe into this movie and i think deadpool might be in the sequel Oh, but they show this guy. Let's get some MIB in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I and, wish. and even though he has weird little um, goggles on, I knew exactly who it was. So at the end, when they show this actter, I was like, "Is this supposed to be? Am I supposed to like react?" <laughs> it was, a it was way? weird that like it was a reveal. Like when he takes off his glasses, it did feel like you're supposed to be like, "I can't believe it's not James Cameron." <laughs> was yeah. my reaction? Yeah, I, I mean, I was like. <laughs> It's, it's not Brent Spider. It's, it's the water face from Abyss. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, yeah. But when the reveal is, and spoiler alert, the reveal is that it's Edward Norton, the actor, not yeah. the character. <laughs> He's not playing a character. It's Edward Norton in the future. He's watching the movie. I don't know. Like, I, it did he feel was like taking off his 3D glasses. <laughs> it did feel like you were supposed to have like a visceral reaction. No. Not Edward Norton. I don't. I don't know what they were going for. Yeah, that is very funny, Kayla. Sh- yeah, he should have taken off his three D glasses, turned to James Cameron, and been like, "That was a great cut of Battle Angel." He's like, "You like it?" I was gonna. I was gonna put myself in it. I was thinking about it. <laughs> you know, I was actually gonna play Nova. Do you want to be while. in it? Yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting in the sequel when that character is played by Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> um, very good, Max. Would you? I, I since they they kind of. They kind of set it up. She points her sword up in the air defiantly. Do you, especially based on how long it took to get this made, this feels like a 15, 20 year like oh, proposition yeah. that James Cameron has been holding onto these rights and waiting for the technology to catch up. Do you think make, they'll make a sequel and would you see it? Sure. I think it's been doing well enough. I would see it. I've heard that, that they'll do it. The, the, the rumblings are that China, I don't know if it's released in China yet, but like if they love it, it's going to be guaranteed right. sequel. Like I think it, I do think there will be a sequel made. Yeah, I'll see it. The other thing is, when you're James Cameron, you don't really have to worry about how many people see a movie. You just make it. Or how long it's been mm-hmm. since the first one to make a sequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just do it. Because fact, you can Cameron. just title the next matter. three or four before they're even out. <laughs> <laughs> there, Let people wonder what the seed bearer is for a couple of years. Well, and that's with, along with Edward Norton, there were two other actors that I didn't even realize were in the movie until I read an article afterwards. Well, Jack Earl Haley was the revelation. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But who uh, else was in? Uh, Jai Courtney. Mm-hmm. Uh, plays oh. one of the roller or motor motor ballers. He did, yeah. Like he was at the end. I don't. I wow, didn't I even didn't even recognize him. him. Uh, and then uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez plays I the, thought, the yeah the one that the the, the yeah. one that trains the other Alita big guy. in the flashback. Yeah, in the flashback. Oh, 
Oh, I thought I she recognized had big that eyes, voice. So. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that was the other thing is like I thought they were all based on the on Rosa Salazar. So I was like, oh, like this one's got kind of like shorter brown hair, but mm. they're all that same like woman or model or whatever. Right. Uh, like kind of like Django Fett. No, they're all different people. They don't all just look the same. Robert, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it feels like. I, I read an interview with Robert Rodriguez, and he was like, I mean, it'd be cool if they made a sequel, but I just put this stuff in here, you know. We'll see. <laughs> you can see a little shark boy and lava girl in the background. You look really hard enough. <laughs> I noticed that they did have the underwater scene pretty quickly while she was walking to the like spaceship. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, that, that's probably James you Cameron. You saw James Cameron in the That submarine. has to be in every. I have to be yeah. on set for that day. <laughs> Am I the um, only one who's really excited when a robot character just like sinks to the bottom of the cool. ocean? That was cool. I did think that was cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I like that. She'd be really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so overall, positive. You'd recommend uh, people yeah. go see it? Do I'm it. positive, and I, I will probably see it again, if not just in 3D and 4DX, because I feel like it's just one of those movies that I'd like to get... Shaking around. <laughs> I, just, I want. I want. Um, I I'm, think I'm, I'm a convert, man. Yeah, I, I think it. that the only reason I go see it is if somebody really wanted to go see it, and like I was the only person that would go see it with him. Otherwise, I will not. I I don't think I'll see it again by no, myself. It's fine. Will yeah. you see it in 4DX with Robert? <laughs> only if I'm sitting right next to Robert, always getting jerked around. And, <laughs> Yeah, the last time we went, I think I told you like the guy sitting watching Mission Impossible like down the road from us, like was like it looked like he was like falling out of his seat. He was like, <laughs> just like going crazy. That's, uh, he even had his popcorn bag. And it was that's actually yeah. why they called it Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, <laughs> I give this movie a one full flesh face stretched over cyborg face. <laughs> Andrew, is this the canonical <laughs> rating rating system? I mean, for our show, yeah, no, it's, it's like a big. It's as opposed to like half of a face stretched yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. Um, great. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Kaylin, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, can I plug something? You can plug whatever you want. Uh, well, speaking of very early on in this episode, you mentioned Spoiled again. I sure which did. Which is another <laughs> movie podcast. And very well, didn't I? That I've been a guest on. Uh, it's a fun uh, podcast where you take two films from the same... S- sub subs genre one good one bad and compare them uh such things as time loop movies or Ooh, body swap favorite. uh so it's a, it's a fun time so i'll give it a listen yeah, if you want. Great. in and, addition to my own podcast, podcast. Uh, the issue at hand if you like comic books uh, we sometimes stay on topic <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that's like at yeah. all <laughs> Um, and there's another great show I've been a guest on twice uh, called Throwback to School. No, come on, Kalen. <laughs> oh, my God. Gee whiz. Oh, wow. Golly. Um, all right. That'll do it for us for this week. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>